Welcome everybody to the GBO podcast where we're talking Gamecock basketball only. Brought to you by Modern Exterminating. They know what bugs them. I'm sure they do. As always, I'm Sumter. And I'm Bryce. Bryce, what's happening? Well, I was in a pretty good mood Tuesday night. Yeah, man. And leading up to the men's Alabama game, I even tweeted before the game that I was I haven't looked forward to a, a game like this in a long time. How long did that attitude take to just be left from your mind? I think it was the fourth possession. The fourth after, possession. <laughs> after they and then they made Alabama made four threes in a row on four straight possessions in the game for 98% of that rest of that game, the game was over. Uh, question for you. Had we gone to Tuscaloosa at that moment in time, would you have wanted to go ahead and beat traffic? I would have wanted to beat traffic at half. At half? Yeah. <laughs> you would not have you would not you have you would not have suggested leaving you don't at leave, the eighteen minute mark. You don't leave until half. You don't leave until half. <laughs> in the games that you're getting, you know, shellacked, you never leave before the half. Never leave before the half. That's the Bryce rule. <laughs> anyway, I know there's there's some listeners out there that are that, that are cracking up with laughter right now. If this was another sport podcast, oh, we'd tell some stories. But anyway, this is the Gamecock <laughs> basketball, basketball only podcast. There you go. So, so right. we will not talk about. So leaving. leading up to that game, I was I way to just I, cut I, me off there. And just roll through with the basketball. Hey, Leading up to that game, go. Hey, we're good. I was drinking some Frank Kool Aid. Yeah, a little bit. I was. Yeah, a little bit. After that Mississippi I... State game, I was drinking no. a little bit of Kool Aid. No, 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 Alabama. No, 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 no. I was. Not, I was not drinking Frank Kool Aid at all. I let's let's be clear about something. And, I was drinking no Frank Kool Aid. I was drinking a little bit of Kool Aid about the fact that when this team comes together and plays and hits shots and plays defense and doesn't turn the ball over. They are a good basketball team. And as a result of that, I thought that if they could go into Alabama and pull an upset on the road, that th- that this team did have some have a chance, but I was not expecting, I was not drinking the Kool-Aid that we were going to do that. And when I say drinking the Kool-Aid, not about keep Frank, keep Frank, it was more of I started to believe in this team. Yes, that's a good way to put that's it. What it. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That, that, that I was believing that this team can win. Okay, but the key word there is can. And uh, and one thing that this team has also showed us is that they can also lose. In impressive fashion. Yes, yes. And uh, and what, what I think is the reality of what has happened is that this team is exactly who this team has been all season long. Are you about to do a quote from an NFL coach? This is the game. This is a GBO podcast. I know. We're but, not going to talk. Yeah. But I guess phrases, it's relevant. We are. This we, is the team who we thought they were going to be that team. I don't you know. God, I you butchered up. the quote. I butchered it. Okay. You ruined my. We are who we thought we were. There we go. Thank okay. you. But, uh, but so anyway, um, we're 94th in Kempom after this week. After a 10-point win against Mississippi State and this road win, we've been 94 in Kempom all season long. We've been and we're ninety one in the net. Yeah. So we have we have kind of been in that ninety ninety to one oh five range all year. And let me also let me also say this. We're ninety fourth in Kimpom, which isn't good. It's definitely not good enough. And it's not good enough for the NCAA tournament. It might be fringe NIT. We're ninety fourth in Kimpom, and this is Frank Martin's arguably third best team. Well, beginning of the season he says it was his best team. 
<laughs> and at, and after every post game press conference, he loves coaching this team. I mean, I, I'm I'm sure he loved coaching Darius Thordwell too. He loves bringing those guys up from he five years ago. Them. I didn't talk about it last week, but uh, but but with the LSU win, we, we we went on too much about the LSU game. But he had, I think it was LSU. He wore the Final Four hoodie. He, he loves wearing that Final he, he, Four. He, he wore like the Final yeah. Four pullover. And someone asked him about it. He goes, "I wanted to remind people that that this happened." And Frank, we remember. We know. We haven't forgotten. We have not forgotten. It is, and, and, and if this is your last season at the University of South Carolina, or if you're here for 10 more years, it will be the number one thing we talk about when we talk about you. And nothing else. And nothing else. Outside of disappointment. Yes. <laughs> like, like, we remember, we are grateful for the Final Four run. <laughs> it, was, it was glorious. Do you know what we're not grateful for? Not having a team ranked in the top 25 in the five seasons since for one week. The University of South Carolina basketball program hasn't been in the top 25 since the Final Four. Are you tired of getting blown out by 20-plus points in SEC games? Well, we, we didn't lose by 20. Or did we? I'm sorry. We got a garbage dunk from Carter yeah. to make it 19. <laughs> there, there I we apologize. Go. <laughs> I apologize. We haven't, we, we haven't gotten – we got blown out. We got beat by 20 by Auburn. Right at home. Yep. Right. right. And uh, we might have gotten beat by twenty on the road. I, I don't think we've gotten beat by twenty a ton. Well, let's go through that real quick. So we lost to Auburn by fifteen. Okay. We lost at Tennessee by twenty. There you go. There's one. We lost to Florida by eight. You don't have to read them all. Just I'm going to. We lost by 16 at Arkansas, but that got up to like 26, yeah, 27. True. There were some garbage they, they, they points. Were, they boat raced us. There were some garbage points. Yeah. Mississippi State was beating us by 25 plus, but garbage time. Cut it to 14. Yeah. Well, Tennessee again, they beat us by 24. Tennessee they, knows how to yeah, give yeah, it to us. Yeah. And that was – so just Tennessee. Tennessee. But but uh, but you know what I mean during the I game when like you're down not, 25. I don't like. I, I'm tired of not showing up on the road. That's what I'm tired of. I'm tired of. Um, we have multiple times been very excited for a road basketball game that if we won, it would have turned the season around. Right. Like if we won this Alabama game, we this podcast would have a different tone. It's kind of like the year. I'm gonna sound like Frank Martin here, but when we had Sundarius Thornwell. And you remember we watched that game in Thirsty Fellow at Rupp? Yeah. You remember we how juiced we were for that game? Yeah. They were top five. We came yeah. in. Dozier doesn't play because of a neck injury. Do you remember that? Yes. We're, we're at Thirsty Fellow, yep. and, and we were still we, juiced up. We, and we found out like a minute before tip. Oh, of course. The, the yeah. Frank yeah, injury yeah, yeah. report, yeah. he is the Bill Belichick yes. of injury reports. Without the winning. And that's really the like very clear and concise Sumter link today. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, but so but so anyway, I just miss those days of yeah. getting super juiced. This was the first game I was getting super juiced to I was, watch. I was super juiced for the Mississippi State game. Oh, I know, but I'm talking about against we, we a ranked want, team. I, I came over here and watched it. Hey, the ranked yeah, team but, excitement. But, but, but like the Mississippi State game when we were at Mississippi State earlier in the season. It was on a Tuesday night. If we had won that, it would have turned the season around. It would have been a big – I think we would have had like one four in a row or something. Right, and, then they, boat, and then they boat raced us. Um, I had plans uh, and wasn't going to be over here at the start of the game, 
but was going to get here at some time during the first half or at halftime. And literally at about 7.30, I called you and I said, is it even worth me coming over? Wow. I, rem- I remember that. Yep. Like I called And, I, and, and I, what did I say to you? You said probably not. My feelings are hurt. That's also yeah. what I said. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into yeah. the games. Let's get, before we get into the sorrow, we do need to talk about the enjoyment that was Tuesday I night. I will say, Tuesday night was fun. I had a great time. I, it, it might be the most fun I've had on a men's game in the Colonial Life Arena. And I even had a few beers. I, yeah. even bought, I bought a few rounds. Bryce bought, uh, Bryce bought not only the people that we have tickets with beers, he, he, bought, them, he bought beers for the guys behind us. The Seawells enjoyed some beers? Yeah. Glenn Matthews enjoyed some beers. And now we're just just talking about our friends on the pod. That's it. And they're good <laughs> friends. And I love drinking with these guys. Yes. And that was fun. We, we, we had we, we had a good time. And as Cal would say, it just reminds us of the time we were drinking in Greenville before we beat Marquette and Duke. That's right. That was, that was a lot of fun, too. And as we know, and we said there, we're never going to get back here. We might not ever. Um, <laughs> All right. Anyway, going into the game. Might, at least we might not ever with Frank. Well, that's a story at the end yeah. of the pod. All right. So going into the game, Mississippi State boat raced us at Mississippi State where they just were hot shooting 70% in the first half. I will say this whole game. It was fun. We dominated them just like they dominated yeah. us on the road. It was yeah. like the complete opposite game. We, we got up early. We, we got up by about eight or ten early. Like before the ten minute mark of the first half, like like we got we came out good. We were shooting the ball well. Um, the Cousinard show was flowing. That's right, and um, um, and we just kept and and then we just kept we didn't let them back in it until it, it got a little dicey. There in was the a little half. run, yeah. But 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 even when we say it got a little dicey, you know, they only cut it to like eight, eight or you, nine. You know, you, you right. know, like like we were in control the whole game. Um, yeah, it, it was a lot of fun to watch. There were some awesome plays. Uh, there were a couple of a uh, couple of couple of Keyshawn dunks that were fun. James Reese still can't make a three pointer, even when he's open. He'll make one a game, but yeah, I think he'll get out of his funk. He's a great player. We did hit our open free throws. <laughs> you didn't catch me there. Isn't that interesting <laughs> this year, though? You know how we shot. We only missed one free throw. Keyshawn missed yeah. one late. Yeah. We almost had a perfecto game. Yeah. Earlier in the year, we lost games because of free throws. Actually, early SEC games. We've actually been shooting the free throws pretty well. We shot them well against LSU. And the and here's just a stat. We shoot a lot of free throws when we win, and we don't turn the ball over. What we a w- thought. What a thought. I'm dropping <laughs> facts here. Hashtag <laughs> facts. Br- Bryce Hedgecock has figured out basketball, folks. Don't turn the ball over and make your free throws. And it wouldn't hurt to make some buckets. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Maybe I should be a coach. Maybe. I was a church basketball coach. Cho- I can't even talk. I was a church basketball coach for a few years. Yeah. Did you, you yell at the kids? Um, no, because I, I recruited <laughs> a lot of talent. I just sat on the bench. and You recruited to a church basketball I, team. <laughs> and I said, hey, guys, play good. Well, make your free throws. Don't turn the ball over. Listen to what I say. That's, That's about right. it. Anyway, back on to the game. Um, Cousinard is the, again, just like the last game against LSU, he was he's playing what we thought he was going to play. He's he, at the beginning of the year that we thought he would. And he and uh, and he's looked like this for a few games now. He looked like this in the loss against Kentucky. You, you, you know, like he's he is the Jermaine Cousinard. He's the junior version of Jermaine Cousinard that I thought we were getting when I saw freshman Jermaine Cousinard. So I have no complaints about him. 
Keyshawn had a good game. He had 14. Cousinard had 22. Reese had nine. But you know what I love about Reese? He's the best defender on the team. Other than Eric Stevens. I think, no, I think Reese is the best defender Ooh, on the team. I'm going to disagree with you there. I went, I went Stevenson Garden, Garden, their best player at all times. Man, I, I couldn't like disagree we played, more. We need to put a poll out on Twitter. We, we, Let's we, see we, what the we, fans have we, to say. When we played, uh, when when we played Tennessee, like he needed to be on James, the the uh, the kid from Charleston. He needed to be on him the whole time. And when when he wasn't, is when that kid torched us. We'll agree to disagree there. Sure. Levesque is getting in foul trouble again. He's turning into Chris Silva. <sighs> Chris Chris Silva shows up for a game, and Levesque's like, let me just... Hey, even when Silva would have foul trouble, he still would dominate yeah. when he was in there. Yep, yep. Levesque has lost the domination yeah. he had earlier in the year. Because he's getting into this foul trouble, it's getting in his head, and he's getting timid. He's not pushing people and around. And when you get in the Frank doghouse, it's hard to get out in that particular game. <laughs> yeah. it, it's hard to get out for life. If what you if there the is a... A, like at a fan experience that you could win of just b- make getting a spot right next to the coaches on the bench and listen to Frank chew those players out from two feet away. Would that be a fan experience that you'd be interested in? I, honestly, I I would not even want to do it. I, I it would just make me mad. Just listen listening to what Frank had to say during the games. I, I hope I, this pod can get so big that we can give a fan experience away to on the bench. To listen to Frank, and by and by, we can give a fan experience away. What Bryce really means here is that that he gets so big that we just buy tickets to where that is our fan experience every every game. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, um, most of the Mississippi State game, I would say ninety eight percent of the game, I wasn't worried about us losing. That's how dominant we were no, throughout the game. No. Um. Also, Woodley played like oh. a man. That was and, kind of his breakout and, and, game for the year. And he became a crowd favorite quickly. He is. I hope he stays at Carolina. He was like, pushing around those Mississippi State players, like the, the like, centers that dominated us on the road. He he, be, he became a crowd favorite. I started liking every uh, every Woodley tweet that I saw out there on Facebook. If he can master uh, an o- master an offensive game, yeah, I think he has the defense. Yeah, I mean he's got it right now. Like like he was he was very effective in this in this game. I think he only had he only had about what six points. He had six points, four rebounds, four or five rebounds. Yep. Um. But uh. But three he, blocks, two steals. He he was he was just present in the game the whole time. How many minutes did he play? It, it probably was north of twenty. Nineteen. Nineteen minutes of uh. Of, and that was just because of Levesque's foul trouble. Yeah. Anyway, the Gamecocks win. We had a few beers. I was in a good mood. You were in a good mood. It was wonderful. And we were juiced up for the game at Alabama on Saturday. And then the we, then the game on Saturday hit. And and they missed a few threes early because, you know, yeah. Alabama going into the game. So just to recap, sorry, 66-56, we beat Mississippi State. Going into Alabama, they already led the league in three-pointers made per game at an average of nine a game. So you knew – that the only way you're going to beat them is play a you know, play an almost perfect game and shut down them from three. That was the only way to beat them. And the first couple shots they missed at three, I go everything's great. I think we're winning five to four. And then they make four threes in a row. And after that, they didn't look back until about four a four minutes range in the second half. They just dominated us, and that's 
What what does history show? We haven't won there since 2009. I believe that was their seventh win in a row against us. Alabama owns Frank. We were one and nine in our last ten, is the stat I saw uh, going into the game. Yeah, they had a good crowd. The students were rocking. Yeah, it was just a bad situation for us. And and Frank in the post game was talking about how, you know, reporters are asking about momentum. He just goes, they're just a ranked team and they're better than us. I mean, and not only that, like like the the that those one in nine games, you, you know, one in, one out of our last ten, that's up against two different coaches, you, you know, and and it's not like and it's not like things, it's not like Anthony Grant went to went to greener pastures there, you know. Like, well, there was Anthony Grant, and then there was Avery Johnson. Yeah, in between there, they just they always recruit guys that are big, muscular, physical, and they push us around. Yeah, and whenever our starting center goes out. It's over inside. Yeah. And Woodley got a couple fouls early. He didn't really get into himself that he was on Tuesday. Yeah, and Levesque, Le- Le- Levesque did get hit. He got cut pretty good. He, I didn't, That was a lot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> and so that that probably didn't help, you, you know, um, us being able to match up against their size. But, but, but at the end of the day, like, we're counting on a freshman. We're counting on a freshman to bring our backup minutes – for our big man, because yep. we don't have any other big man. That's right. We've got we've got Levesque, and we've got AJ Wilson, and those are the only ones that we trust. And I don't even really know if we trust AJ Wilson that much. He's a he's been turning the ball over a lot. He can block. His defense yeah, is his there. Defense it's, is good. It's the offensive and yeah. When they pass in the ball, he can't catch it. Yeah, that just bothers me. Yeah, it just bothers me. And um, and and so like, but we're asking a freshman. To give us minutes that we shouldn't need a a, a non superstar freshman to give us. Uh, obviously, if this was G.G. Jackson, you, you know, like th- this would be a different scenario where we're expecting him to carry the team. You, you know, if if he were to come to South Carolina, we hope and pray. Right, but but I mean, we're asking a three star freshman to give us twenty minutes in SEC play, and it's just it's just not like that's. That's not where you want the team to be at, but that's where Frank has positioned this team. Well, and, also, and who is on the roster is up to Frank Martin. Well, that's definitely true. And how about this? 15 turnovers in the first half. That's pretty bad. It's not good. That's worse than the Coastal Carolina game first half. Yeah. It's not good. It's just sad. Yeah. Like, like I don't even know what else to say. Like, the, the team didn't show up. To play a game on the road, and then for about five to six minutes in the second half, so we we're down. Da- so we're down fifty to twenty-seven at half. That's pretty bad. But you know what? We come out in the second half, and they they go one of fourteen to start Alabama. Yeah. So we go on a little run, and we cut it to six. And you know what? My excitement from the pregame came back, and I go, there you go. "Here we go. We're right where we, we want them." And guess what? Yeah, they- you sent our group. I believe you sent our group chat. The, the the turn the TV back yeah, on. Yeah, turn the TV back on, y'all. We're we're down. We're only down six. And right after that, guess what happened? They made about four or five. You said three sorry. <laughs> and and just like that, I have never. This is the first game that I've ever seen us go from down twenty five to start yeah. to down six, and yeah. then five to seven minutes later, we're down twenty five again. What is that? How do you explain what happened there, Sumter? Just. They were up. They they were up fifty to twenty seven at halftime. 
They come out. They're not completely in the game. It's you, their you know, senior night. It's their senior night. They've won. They're excited. Uh, they feel like it's in the bag. And they just miss some shots. And we make some. And then they're like, oh, we need to put the pedal back down. And they did. And they have four-star talent. Yeah. And guess what? They have Jawan Gary from Columbia, South Carolina, number one player in the state. He, he didn't want to play for Frank. He just wanted to go to Alabama and win. Isn't that sad? It's Again, so sad. it's one of those te- it's one of those players that leave the state. You see, you play against them, and yeah, it just hurts my feelings. I yeah. want us to get top five players in the state. I, I'm I'm really yeah, it, like that's that was what Frank did. That was why I thought Frank was different. Like like Darren Horn didn't get top five players in the state. Dave Odom. Let Ray Felton go to North Carolina. You, you you know didn't get top five players in the state, right? Frank Martin comes in and he gets top five players in the state. PJ Sundarius, Marcus Stroman. Um, who else from? There's another one in this mix. Um, well, you had Justin Mackey. He was a top five player in the state. I mean, Mr. Basketball. There yep. you go. Uh, but but then some other guys. Uh, Jalen Shaw, who ended up getting in some trouble and transferring. Um. But uh, but just like like we went to the final four, w- in which the seven to eight man rotation had three guys that were top five players in the state of and South Carolina. And talent matters. Yeah, when you're having those struggles, and, and two of them, two of them were legit marquee recruits, right? Th- that were t- like 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 Justin Mackey. Yeah, he was Mister Basketball, but, but the talent that year was down in the state. And and we, you, you know. We gave him a scholarship because he was Justin Mackey. I do not know if he gets a scholarship if he's not. Does that make sense? Not, right. And and by the way, I, I'm as big a Justin Mackey you know fan as anybody there we is. We love all the Mackeys. I uh, uh, loved his four years at Carolina, but just but just um, but like PJ and Sundarius were bona fide recruits. They could have played it. They could have played other elsewhere. They could have played at Duke or North Carolina or big time, or if not there, big time schools like Tennessee, you, you, you know, places. And yeah, and Frank got him to come here and he went to a Final Four with him. And since then, he hasn't been able to convince anybody in the state to play for him. And we only have, I guess we have one recruit this year, the 6'8 guy, point guard from the lower part of the state. He is the fifth best player in the state. And that's going to be the first guy, top five in the state. In a very yeah. long time. Yeah. But anyway, Alabama, Alabama, we cut it to six. We go on a little run. Eric Stevenson showed up this game. That was my one bright spot. Eric yeah. Stevenson showed up. Reese had a good game. He he made two three pointers. First game with two three pointers. Yeah. In a good while. Um, of course, Jermaine, 13 points. I'm never gonna complain about 13 plus points. Um Keyshawn had a weird game. He had a few fouls early. Yeah. He never got into it, and that's kind of the Keyshawn show. He's either flowing or he's in foul trouble and he's never in the game. Um, but overall, we even got some Josh Gray minutes. Right. We haven't seen him in a while when, you know, when he had a broken wrist. He has the club on his hand. So, anyway, we lose. That's, n- how, that's where we are from a big man standpoint. We're playing. We're trying to get minutes from a guy who – who who literally can't use one of his hands. And he still somehow scored a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we lose ninety to seventy one on senior night at Alabama. 
Um, on Alabama Senior Night. On Alabama Ours Senior Night. Ours is coming up Tuesday. Yep. And then we'll be Auburn's senior game. Oh, man. So, I wonder if Frank yeah. gets mad that we're everyone's senior night. I'm sure if Auburn blows us out of the gym, he's going to complain about playing back-to-back senior nights on the road. I am absolutely I, – I don't know this for a fact, but but like – but like from a prediction standpoint, absolutely coming. So question for you, mm-hmm. okay? Or actually just going to get in. Before we move on here, Modern Exterminating. We, we know, know what, what bugs you. you. Bug of the week. Of the week. And here it is. Some of our fan base and Frank Martin, when we lose games, the excuse train just rolls, okay? And one of the things that was said that was being thrown around um, Saturday night is just how, you know, it happens. You're on the road. They're making shots. We had too many turnovers. You, they you made know, a lot of threes. Yeah, 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 they made a lot of threes. We didn't we came out a little flat and cold, didn't shoot the ball really well. That that happens and that's why you win. However, when we win a game in which <laughs> the team literally made as many three-pointers as everybody in the stands. Like Mississippi State goes 0 for 14. You know, it's it's just an afterthought. It's just like, yeah, this team is back. You know, this team's ready. This team's going to the NCAA tournament. This team's going into Alabama, going to pull an upset. When in reality, like, if I had told you before the game, if Mississippi State had gone 3 for 14 from 3, would you have taken that? Sure. Would you have taken 4 for 14? Sure. Yeah. That would have been fine. I would it would have been, been a little bit closer game. Yeah, but 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 like they, they might if they had just done that, they would have won, or the, or or we'd only won by one or two. Right. You know, just every time we started to let the we had said that it got dicey a couple of times mm-hmm. in the second half. Every time it was getting dicey, they came down the court and they missed an open three. And and like when they cut it to eight, they come down the court, they miss an open three. And just like, and then we go score, and, we're and then back we go up. score, and we're back up. But then, if if they cut that to five, you know, it's a whole new ball game. And they and like, like Frank Martin needs to write their team a thank you note because if he is retained as the head coach of the University of South Carolina, he I I'll tell you this, he owes it to their zero for fourteen performance from three. Well, we're seventeen and eleven, eight and eight in conference, and we have two games coming up for the last week of the regular season at. We have Mississippi. Yeah. I almost said Mississippi again. We have Missouri coming into town Tuesday night, which on paper we should win, we should right? Win. They're a bottom fourth of the if, league. If Frank loses this game, don't even let him coach Auburn. Well, I think we'll beat Missouri, <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. we go to the Plains at Auburn. Yeah, and I think they're going to put it to us as much or better than Alabama did. Yeah. I want and I want to win. Yeah. And you know what? We're not ever going to rule out. There's always that 1% chance that we even lose to Missouri and beat Auburn because anything's possible with Frank. Right. It's just usually the no, worst part. If if, if Kuzinar gets hot and goes for 30, yeah. you know, like we can beat Auburn. And if Auburn happen. shoots 15% from the floor. Yeah. Somebody gets hurt, you know, like True. Like, like like things can happen that 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 enable us to to pull that allow miracles to happen, but but the, like this team has showed us absolutely nothing to make us think that they can beat Auburn. So we're there's a good chance we finish eighteen and twelve, with one of those games technically not counting in the net because of 
Division Two, Allen. Yeah. So, so eighteen so and twelve going 17, into the SEC seven, and tournament. Seventeen and twelve against Division One. Right. And there's probably a good chance if we beat Missouri, lose to Auburn, we finish around six to seven in the SEC standings, which beat expectations. Yeah. When you're picked eleventh. Winning season, Bryce. And you, guess, you, you are, have and you this, enjoyed this winning season that we've had? I, I enjoy winning seasons, but that doesn't mean I. It's not winning. It's different. The goal the here is not to. The goal is not to have a winning season. Again, we've said this all year. Frank yeah. says, "Well, we haven't had many in the past, so you know I'm doing great here. Keep me. You need to make the tournament. But here's what's going to happen. I can smell it. You ready for this? We might win one SEC tournament game. We make the NIT. We win one or two games. And guess what? Frank's going to go retain me. And you know what? I think Ray Tanner retains him because yeah. of that. Yeah. And next year we lose Cousinard. We lose Bryant. And then we have Stevenson, Levesque, Carter. Um, Cousinard's got another year. Of oh, him and Bryant because of COVID have an just, extra you year. you just think they no, will No, they, they've mentioned on all the sites that I've seen that they're going to leave and go play in Europe. So, really? yeah, just, just think yeah. about that. So, next year, you have Levesque, so Carter, you, man. and Stevenson. And I got the other guys can, you know, come in, but you kind of go off proven talent. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and like, it's going to be, if, if that happens, if Cousinard and Bryant leave, it's just going to be typical Frank, where we're going to roll into the Colonial Life Arena in October with eight new players. And, and I'm going to know three guys. And he'll be like this. I love coaching this team. Yeah, this is my best team yet, and we don't know if that's right or not. And Frank, if I was paid three million dollars, I would love coaching this team too. Well, 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 for sure. He he's not going to be getting paid three million dollars next year, right? Oh, he no, he's still getting it. Isn't his contract up? No, no, no. He he got extended last year for two more years with no buyout. So after this season, his buyout's done. But if he coaches, he's going to have three million dollars per season. So so he's the thirteenth highest paid coach in so what Division you're, One basketball. So what you're saying is that we can just let him go at the end of this season bring for in, zero dollars for zero dollars. Bring in Bob Ritchie from Furman or to, Andy Kennedy. Well, well, hang on, hang on. Bring in Bob Our Ritchie boy. from Fur, bring in Bob Ritchie from Furman. He could to coach this team for a million bucks, yep. save two million dollars, and probably have a better product, and probably have a nice one or two games over five hundred. Yeah. And team. and by the way, we're not going to get into like coaches and things that we want, but we'll like, do that in, in the but, year. But yeah. I, I'm using Bob Ritchie as an example here because. That that hypothetical I just outlined is absolutely doable. This program could do better than Bob Ritchie, but uh, but it could do that, and that would be better, if only to save us two million dollars. Well, I'm telling you right now, I think Ray keeps him. Oh, I, 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 oh, oh. So I, next year could be a doozy. Anyway, or, or no, next year won't be a doozy. Next year will be the same. Like, like when this I say is, a doozy, the same doozy. Yeah. And and as far as and anybody out there that's telling us that that uh, that this team still has a chance, this team in order w- they'd in, have to make it to the final of the in, SEC in, in tournament. Twenty games. This team needs to win twenty basketball games. They've won sixteen. Okay, they need to win four more basketball games. And Frank's only won five SEC tournament games in yeah. nine years. Yeah, there you go. So so like so so you've got Mizzou. You've got at Auburn, and you've got the SEC tournament, and you need to get to 20 games. And by the way, that doesn't even guarantee it. I still think... 20, 20 games just gets us in the conversation. And I still think we're out. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got to win the tournament. If they is Dave Odom walking back through this door? <laughs> Dave got no. us to that SEC no. final. No, Dave is not coming back through the door. Because would you take a look? Would you love a little Dave Odom in NIT? No, that guy could win in the NIT. No. no. He could always win no, in the NIT. No, no, this is this is your hey, problem. Hey, this we're is not your a, problem. We're not an NCAA tournament team for it's a school. We're an NIT school. We're an NIT school. <laughs> we're uh, there are fans so, that are happy with NIT. So, and that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm doing a podcast with one of them. <laughs> you love Dave Odom, don't you? I do like Dave. You, yeah. You, no, you no, oh, you're walking that back. I love Dave. You love Dave Odom. If Dave Odom won the NIT every year. From now to eternity, would you take that? Yes. <laughs> as long as he had players like Carlos Powell and Ronaldo Bachman doing it, right? And Dave didn't tell everyone to go shove it on the sideline, too. Yeah, that'd be nice, too. One thing I will say. If you can bring move, your kids back to the games. If we move on from Frank, I want a likable guy. Like, I know this is the GB. Well, winning's number one. Yeah. If he wins and makes a tournament, yeah. he can be the worst person in the world. I, I, but it'd be nice to have a nice guy. Um, I totally believe takes that whoever we replace him with isn't going to be turn us into some big winner. You, you know, like, but, but just, it'd be nice to pay him less and be a likable guy. Anyway, let's see what happens this week. We're picking, you know, Missouri win yeah. on Tuesday and... We'll probably get, we'll get run the train. Lost the train it, will run it, over lost us. Lost at Auburn. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's go to a little more happier time. And that's the women. Oh man. They're just, they're just delightful. Texas A&M. We played them on Thursday. They have really dropped off. And I guess that their coaches retiring at the end of the year, but we boat raced them again. 89, 48. And Aaliyah Boston breaks the record. For 20 straight double-doubles on Thursday night. That is pretty impressive. This is getting fun. This is getting like really... I mean, it's been fun. Everyone this knows is getting real fun. Everyone knows she's going to win National Player of the Year. She's a shoe-in. Yeah. 18 and 10. Yeah. Ain't no big thing. Not at and all. And she's only playing 20 to 25 minutes a game. <laughs> Imagine if they played her 40 minutes a game. But anyway... We kill Texas A and M. It's not oh, even I think, close. I think she's gonna have her. I think she's gonna have one or two in the SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament. I, I see a game or two where she goes like twenty eight and seventeen against somebody. You, you know, just like like just bring, just takes it to them. But anyway, we get up early in these games. And we don't have to play our starters thirty plus minutes because they're not. It's not a game. But anyway, Henderson's playing great. Seventeen points. Um, Cook is not having to score a lot, and I don't know if she is not shooting the ball well or she just doesn't need to shoot because everyone else is scoring. She she has not looked completely comfortable since that ankle tweak that she had in the middle of the season. She's been kind of low on the point side, but like, Henderson and Boston and yeah. everyone else has stepped up. Start of, start of the season, she was – Killing it, you, you know, and and in the in the Bahamas tournament, the Bad Daddy Mowers or whatever it was called, where they beat where they beat all the ranked teams, including healthy UConn, um, like Cook was looking great, but but just it, she hasn't played bad since she's been back, but she it's just like she hadn't gotten comfortable. She's not looking like she was looking against Stanford in the Final Four last year, and as long as 
we keep winning, I don't think it would be noticed as much. But I think I guess when we we get in the you know NCAA tournament, we're going to have to have her. Yeah, we're going to need her scoring ten plus points. But yeah, just something to look at yep. going forward. Then that leads into today's game against Ole Miss, and Ooh. that was a competitive Ooh. game. I got a little worried. Um, it was a competitive game till about the fourth quarter, and we opened it up and in the fourth. It stayed so normally. So the mo of this team all season has been wear you down, wear you down. Has and then and then put it to you in the third quarter. And if you had been and if you had wanted to beat this team, um. You, you have to do one of two things. You either have to survive the third quarter rush like Missouri did, you know, like, or number two, you have to you have to actually get up on them in the first half, which no one really has done to us all season. Since Stanford. Stanford and UConn got up on us early, yeah, yeah, but, but, but after that. But just not a lot. Like, they weren't, like, beating us by 10 at halftime. UConn was. Well, the UConn and Stanford, we were down, we were down. 14, 16 points, and then we came back in yeah. both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but outside but, of those two. Yes, yes, sure. But but uh but just and even in those cases, we they haven't been able to to withstand our third quarter you, you know, run. And um you know, that's like that's what Ole Miss needed to do. But you know, they had the Austin girl who's projected, you know, top five pick in the WNBA draft. She had twenty. And then LaShonda Monk had a great game, but outside of those two they kind of wavered down the stretch, and we win 71-57. But Boston gets her 21st straight double-double. What is it, 25 is the is – the No, league? the record, the SEC record she's passed was yeah. at 19. But the NCAA I, record. I need to look at the NCAA. Is it around 25? I, I, I think – We need that to look I'm that up for next week. you that the record is 25. Okay. But Boston goes 15-14, and 14 and Henderson – I think she broke her career high or tied it. With 23 points, eight assists. What a game. Buddy of mine uh texted me when um on uh on Thursday, I believe, when that um when about, we broke Boston, the record. about Boston's twentieth double double, uh said we needed five more. For okay the, for the NCAA record. She can do it. Way I don't to, have any doubt. Way to go there, Tim from Indiana. Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but but so, so so anyway, like we're closing in on it. Will will they count SEC tournament double doubles and things sure. for this record? Sure. Like, like this won't be well. It's straight double doubles. It just yeah. happened to be in the SEC because she's done it in every every SEC every conference SEC game. SEC game. Wow. Oh my god, that's awesome. So anyway, the ladies they go to the great record twenty seven and one fifteen and one in conference. They're headed into the. SEC tournament, and we are the number one seed for the tournament that starts, I believe, Tuesday. Starts this Tuesday. No, Wednesday. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday, but the ladies won't play till lunchtime on Friday. Okay. So they'll have to so play Friday, Saturday, only three games instead of other teams that could have to play four or five. So things are looking good for the women. Yeah. No, anything bugging you with the women? Nothing. Nothing. What could be bugging us? I got nothing. Like just, I'm a complainer, and I have nothing. Just the, the, the flashbacks of Missouri hitting that hitting that shot to beat us by one, and this team's not undefeated. Well, this like team, that's the only like this team has stayed number one all year. All year, even, they even survived that loss and stayed number one. That's right. And I looked in the projected bracket. Depending how the games turned out today, we could play Missouri 
in the first game if they win SEC tournament. SEC tournament yeah. if they win the eight nine game. So that would be interesting. I'm not, something I'm not, to look I'm at. Not, I'm not worried about that. But like, like if if anything, I just want to put it to them because they've if, if know, anything they beat us. if anything I would feel bad for Missouri because this team would want to boat race them. Mm. So anyway. Men have the last week of the regular season coming up. The ladies are starting the SEC tournament. It's going to be an interesting week. But, you know, I will admit the, 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 the men's team went on a ride. It was cool for those four games. It got me a little excited. And we can still do something, but was, I, I think the NCAA tournament is probably out of the question unless we it, go deep in the SEC tournament. It was tournament. fun to have a competent basketball team. Like it was fun to have a team like like in the Kentucky game we didn't win but I thought they could do it you you know like they played like they wanted to and they were in it to the end you you know like and and the LSU game obviously they it was incredible uh, Mississippi State they played great like like it's it's been fun to watch a team playing well well we got senior night coming up on Tuesday who are can we you honoring? even can you who name we, who are we on I can name them can okay you, so, I'm gonna let you guess <laughs> so I have a question here. Uh, I do not understand the rules anymore. I do not know who's well, still... Well, the free COVID year has messed up a yeah, lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, for example, uh, Destiny Henderson. I thought she had another year, but we honored her on senior night. She's gone. Um, uh, she's definitely she's gone. She's projected top 10 pick. She's gone. She's out, of, she's out of eligibility. Okay. But so I don't understand who has eligibility and who doesn't have the eligibility. The COVID year has messed up everything that we know. So, so anyway, so... This is, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is Eric Stevenson's fifth year of playing college basketball. I believe that's right, but he has one more year. Okay, so 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 if he has one more year, doesn't everybody? Because he played his first two years at Wichita State. Hold on, no. Let's think about this. No, this was his fourth year. Because this he played two year. at Wichita State, he played one at Washington, and now this one at he's Carolina. playing his COVID year. No, he, this is his fourth year. He has a COVID year, so that's why Stevenson has one more year. So this is his fourth season. Okay. So anyway, if you had to guess, I'm gonna. I, I know I, what the I, answer is. Tell me the number. Well, I'm going to assume I have to give you two of. Them. I'm going to assume Bryant and Cousinard are walking. Well, they have extra years, but we just talked about okay, that. Earlier. Okay, okay. Well, tell me, tell me the number of seniors that you think we're going to honor on Senior Night, and I'll try to guess who those players are going to be. Four, four. Okay, one of them is going to be Keyshawn Bryant. I think so. Okay. Um. AJ Wilson. Wilson. Okay. All right. Right. Uh, James Reese. Reese. Chico Carter. No, he's got it. He's got more years. More years. Um, I think Cousinard's going to walk. So you think they'll honor Cousinard as a senior? I think if he already knows he's going to go play Europe, I think he'll walk. That's my guess. So so, so he doesn't have to. Okay. We don't know for sure, but. For I know Reese and Wilson do not have any more eligibility. Technically, Brian and Cousinard have an extra year. If we honor Jermaine Cousinard on senior night, because instead of wanting to play his senior season at the University of South or his Carolina, COVID year, the, no, no, this is he's he's one year behind Keyshawn. You're right. He's one class behind Keyshawn. Okay, so so like, and like, he had a, he had a true red shirt year, in the very beginning because he couldn't get into the university. 
Okay, so he's the same ha- he's the same he's the same high school class as Lawson and Keyshawn. They were recruited in the same class, and he redshirted and because Lawson of academics. And played. Right. Okay. But so but so in if if COVID hadn't have happened, Keyshawn Bryant would be a senior out of eligibility. Correct. And Jermaine Cousinard would have one more year of eligibility left. Right. Okay. So um so anyway, if we honor Jermaine Cousinard at senior night, okay. Because he has already decided. And this is what I've read. Okay, just because mm-hmm. he has already decided that we that, that he's gonna leave to go play in Europe, knowing he's not an NBA draft pick, instead of playing his senior season at South Carolina to try to improve his draft stock with potentially an NIL deal deal, you know, from somewhere. It's not right. like he, he can even get paid. If he doesn't even want to do that for us, that's a sign. What is the point of having Frank Martin be the coach of this team? That is as like that is a sign that it's better to play in Europe than to play for this team. It should be interesting. How I, many guys in Europe would love to still be playing college basketball? I bet you three fourths of them. Yeah. And not, again, not Frank's guys. We don't. Not a hundred percent sure. Just everything I've read on Central, the Big Spur. Yeah, that's what was been said that they were looking to play elsewhere. If we honor Jermaine Cousinard Tuesday night, I am gonna be floored, and it is just it's just another reason to put on the board to fire Frank Martin. Well, anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah, it'll be good to go to the CLA one more time. Sure, against a team that's really bad, and we should win. I might even be able to talk Bryce into buying me another beer. We'll see. I owe you a few from our bet. From the A.J. Lawson bet. The A.J. Lawson never scored 30, and then he did. And I think I owe you six more beers. Yeah. That's a lot of beer. Yeah. We, we've we talked about drinking on this bottle. Good I bit. know. Yeah. Maybe we need to have a Gamecock beer of the, you know, beer of the week. Uh, or, or look for a brewery out there to sponsor us. Whoa, Glenn. If they throw us you know, more <laughs> oh, money than modern, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, go check out Modern Exterminating. We would... like those guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everybody have a good week. We'll come say hey to us at Colonial Life on Tuesday. Go Cox. GBO out.